Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Uh, not too bad. Um, according to the internet, uh, Fire Emblem Heroes is evil and greedy. It's true. Now. Yeah. That's what happens. Uh, you, li- you either live long enough to uh, become the villain, or you your game stops early enough that you're a hero. I actually don't... I, I didn't think of this beforehand. Hey. Yeah, and I, I slightly jest there because I don't think I've seen anyone saying it's evil, but they're definitely upset about uh, some of that news on that Fae Pass, which you heard our initial reactions last week. But yeah, I gotta we'll say that was cover that a bit more. <laughs> that was a fun sort of okay. So we had no idea. I think you and I were both caught. We shouldn't have been caught blindsided because we should have seen it coming at some point. We didn't think they would mar the third anniversary with something that they knew people would be upset about. But when we watched that live reaction, we were like, oh, shit, they're doing this alongside the third anniversary. This is ballsy. And uh, suffice to say, Eddie and I didn't get a chance to give our reactions, our, our thought out reactions. We were only able to react in the moment. And... I think the two of us are pretty cool headed that we kind of just, we soaked in it. And then after the show and, and the next day before we even posted it, we started talking about this Fay pass and we are going to talk about it more in depth. So we've had a week to sort of uh, stew in it and we'll have some thoughts uh, about the Fay pass as well as some other stuff that's happening in game. But uh, yeah, we will get to that. We don't want to sort of start the show off with, with that fervor, but we do want to talk about the banners. Uh, we've got the weekly revival banners running with Saber, Sonya, and Lind. That's on right now, unless we forgot to update that. That seems like we forgot to update that. I think we did forget yeah, to update man. this. Yeah, this is looks like it's last week. Or no, well, renewed spirit. I, I will. Uh, here's what I'm gonna do. Uh, there's a bunch of banners running. I'm gonna tell you the ones that I know are running. Which are the Hostile Springs, those go until February 24th. Heroes with Valor Skills goes until the 11th. And uh, also, there is a, a Valentine's banner that we're going to talk about. I think it's called um, Lovely Gifts. Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. Lovely Gifts is the new Valentine's banner. Uh, we also have the um, Anniversary banner, Part 2. Yeah. Uh, which is the Hero Fest with the CYL year two heroes uh that being uh hector i think um Selic, brave Celica, brave ephraim and brave veronica uh we the week revival is now ephraim carol who i'm sure everyone really wants that character that no one ever wanted mm-hmm. and carol, jafar yeah. um the uh, daily cycling banners for the third anniversary is currently on Raven and Lucius's ba- battle uh, with uh, can't think of her name off the top of my head for some reason Priscilla joining them on that uh, then yeah there's the lovely gifts the Tempest Trial with Alm uh, Base Alm, Base Celica and Silk uh, Base Silk I guess since we now have a Valentine Silk with the Tempest Trial Mm-hmm. Uh, the heroes with valor skills with lean uh nagi and um 
Maribel. Uh, then you already mentioned Hostile Springs, the Hero Fest. Yep, that's what we got going on. So that's it's it's a packed. Uh... I'll I'll take blame on that one. I um, put in my uh, summoning info early, right after the Valentine's banner summoning. I did, so I didn't forget it and forgot that did not get around to updating the banners. Yeah, well, it's a packed uh, it's a packed summoning list, and each day you're gonna have a new. Uh, uh, a new banner to summon from because there is the uh, yeah. daily bound hero battle uh, banners yeah, and battles most, happening. Yep, most likely by the time we um, release this, the bound hero battle banner will be different. So oh yeah, Raven and Lucius will be gone. Yeah, for sure. But you can definitely. I hope you're jumping in there. You're doing your free summon at the very least. But uh, Eddie, how's your uh, how's your summoning been going? Because I see a good chunk of text here. Hi. Uh, yeah, it's been a bit busy. Um, that first Hero Fest banner that happened last week um, is was the Brave Units, which I only had one of. Um, so I did a bit of summoning um, uh, with what I had at the time on that, trying to get them. Um, and even got a few orbs, knowing I would be getting some for the um, Valentine's banner, probably. So uh, it started out not great, because I... Wasn't paying attention to who was on what color, and for some reason I had it in my head that Micaiah was on blue. Uh, so I was skipping blues and I ended up getting a Micaiah, Brave Micaiah, early on. Um, so, oopsie. <laughs> After that, I realized my mistake and made sure I was summoning on the right orbs, uh, which was only one wrong color, but you know, it the game decided to show me the error of my ways. Uh, but shortly after that, I did get a Camilla with a Hubert hiding behind her. Um, and that's Brave Camilla. So uh, then I did manage to get the Brave Alm and an extra Brave Camilla on a ring with no uh, blue orbs before I managed to get Elowood. Uh, then I got a little foolish. And you'll understand why as I go further. But I decided to drop... Uh, drop a few orbs on the Tempest Trial banner to try and get base silk out of it. Uh, probably ended up spending a few orbs into the sunk cost air fallacy stuff. Uh, essentially spending a bit more than I originally intended on that one. Uh, but I did end in success and got a silk. Then came the Valentine's banner. And <laughs> this this is an awkward one. Okay, it, it's It's some amazing luck. But it feels a little weird and sort of bad, but not quite. Uh, you'll understand by the time we get to the end. Uh, first, it went out amazing because in the first ring, I got a duel alone, which was nice. That's really good, yeah. Yeah. Two rings later, I get a silk. Not a Valentine silk because that's a Tempest Trial unit. I get a base silk that I had just spent orbs on, on the Tempest Trial banner. As a pity break. So clearly I was paying attention to where I was summoning. It was just there to mess with me. Uh, after laughing at that, I went ahead and finished the entire ring. Um, and got a cliff and an extra duo home. Minus attack, just to make sure it wasn't you know amazing compared to the other one. Uh, so... That was the first one of the game just making fun of me. Uh, not really making fun of you, but, you know, it's like I just spent some orbs on Silk. 
and I ended up getting her. I did eventually get a Rudolph and a five-star Conrad after that. Um, I would have been fine with the four-star one, but he didn't show up before the five-star, so hey, saves me some feathers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my hunt for Faye, uh, and the one with the in uh, love with Alm, uh, despite it not being returned, not the one that's obsessed with Xander. I did get a random female Morgan before finally getting her. Uh, and here's where the game just kind of has more fun with me, messing with me. When I finished out the ring where I finally got the Fae, I got a Conrad at five stars again. <laughs> okay. So that's nice to have IV choices. And then I got a Hilda, who I spent way more than I intended to to get on the uh, Leaf Banner. Wow. So that is uh that like, is a... like I said, it's insane luck, so that's nice. But it feels weird that some of that luck was in the form of two units I overspent on recently. Yeah. Far more than silk. That's that's quite the tale that uh that you spun there. So so just just to so everybody gathers the 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 critical points here. You you didn't get Faye, you got everybody else on the uh lovely gifts banner. I, I did get Faye. You did get Faye, okay. Yes, I got all four of the Valentine's heroes. Okay. Uh, two two four, five star Conrads, no four star Conrads. And We're gonna have to dive now, back in then. Just no, kidding. I'm I'm kidding. <laughs> I got a Conrad. I don't need a. I don't need a weaker one when I already got one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But, of course. So you yeah, got everybody. They, they, yeah, I I got the Conrad and Hilda because I was finishing out the ring after finally getting Faye. So. Hmm. That's good. If I hadn't finished out the ring, I wouldn't have gotten that Conrad and the Spare Hilda. Right. So. Well, then that's uh, that's quite the tale. So you're good for summoning for the next little bit then, is what you're saying. Yep, I'm good probably till the um, Legendary Banner, if not next month. No, well, that's good. Uh, personally, for me, I went into the Lif, uh, Mythic Banner and was either pulling green or red uh, green because i didn't have hilda red because i didn't have obviously lif or female byleth and i got i ended up getting hilda pretty pretty quickly and then a legendary Eliwood uh on the red and i was like i already had legendary Eliwood. that sucks i would have been fine with either of the other two but so be it i go back in again thinking okay let's try to at least like what are my chances i must get at least lif or female byleth I ended up getting Lyf, and then in completing the ring, got another legendary Eliwood, and I'm like, all right, fine. I guess I'm swimming in Eliwoods, and uh, female Byleth continues to evade me, and that's yeah, fine. I mean, I voted for her in the Hero Rises every uh, every chance I got to see if she'd at least make it onto the the podium, so to speak, but I, I don't think she was in the top eight when they, when they released the uh, the interim results. I don't remember seeing her on there. Yeah, but we don't know how things would have changed between them. The True. First set and, I mean, uh, it seemed it seemed like the most of the heroes weren't based on, they weren't based on, uh, uh, on character. They were based on like popularity of of a, of getting the free hero, right? So a lot of legendary, a lot of mythics, um, stuff yeah. like that. But and that's kind of what's happened the past couple of years with Hero Rises. For sure, for sure. Uh, I did jump into the Lovely Banners, uh, or the Lovely Gifts banner, but I didn't, you know, kind of hoping either for an Om duo or Faye. 
uh, Faye just kicking my kicking my butt in the paralogs there. She is a powerhouse, but I also don't have Faye in my collection, and I I mean I don't know. It would be nice to now I have Silk right, so I could add Faye. Uh, the Om duo just is adorable, so I I, I want that. And uh, yeah. still no luck though, just yet on both yeah. those fronts. So yeah, we'll see how it goes uh, as as we move forward with the third anniversary celebrations and all the orbs they're sort of showering down on us. Uh, maybe I'll have a better update for next week, but as of right now, just uh, just walking away, you know, happy with the uh, Mythic Lift banner, and yeah, that's about it. Um, Eddie, we don't have a calendar, so are we just gonna like sort of uh, wing this? Uh, this what's happening in the next I mean, week? We still have the um, another five or six, maybe seven of the anniversary maps. We have the uh, Bound Hero Battles running for uh, another. Uh, we've got what seven out of eighteen, so another eleven days. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven or eight, ten or eleven days there. Uh, but yeah, beyond that, we have no clue what's going to be coming here. Uh, we have something to s- discuss in the wish list about a kind of bit of a leak uh, up from the Google Play Store again on who uh, one of the characters in the next uh, banner, but we don't know when that banner is coming out. So, hmm. Uh, also, we know that there's going to be a special outfit for Cordelia coming on the 24th, uh, but we'll cover that a bit later as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, I imagine we'll get a calendar once once the anniversary stuff dies down, because I feel like maybe that's maybe the uh, reason they hold we'll off. we'll get one sooner than that, but... Yeah. Maybe. I just, I wonder if they're just holding off on producing a calendar because they know it'll be a pain to design based on all the anniversary stuff going on, or if they could just say anniversary celebration can, yeah I, I don't see any reason wrong anything wrong with them just doing what they've already done in the previous calendar just saying third year celebration or third anniversary celebration mm-hmm. yeah for all the different things as part of that true well i guess we shall see uh speaking of which oh last week we talked about the fey channel well we didn't talk about it we talked over it and i didn't hear much back from listeners in the sense of whether they enjoyed the live uh, sort of commentary, but hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, it was a lot of fun for us to do it, especially uh, with what was announced, uh, both good and bad. But this next section here in the news, we're going to split up into, we've got the Fae Channel Part 1 with Sewell IL 4 and 3rd Anniversary. Then we're going to talk about the Lovely Gifts banner with uh, the Echoes Heroes. And then finally, we'll close out the news with Fae Channel Part 2, which is the fey pass uh yeah we're going to talk about it and it's it's going to be interesting we'll say um (laughs) but in terms of what we've got we've got a lot of news and new heroes to go over this week cyl4 results as i said third anniversary blah 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 oh and we can't forget phoenix uh the our lovable fey was away and we got a british replacement professor man named phoenix who i doubt will be back i think he took the brunt of the force for the announcement of the fey pass and uh they will probably retire him <laughs> um yeah maybe that's why they had a substitute you know announcer because i mean they got the voice actor actress for fey and to do a little letter to send in 
Uh, mm-hmm. But maybe they didn't want Faye there being the one who announced the Faye Pass thing. Who knows? Now, was it you that was telling me, maybe someone else was telling me, or I read it online, that the voice actress who plays Faye was on maternity leave? And maybe that's why they couldn't get her in. That might be it. That might be it. They got her in at least for a little bit to read the letter. But if that's the case, that explains why we got Phoenix doing the bulk of it and her just doing a small bit. Because it would be easy for her to, you know, uh, send in that little tidbit she put in. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, that, I remember so, some. I think it was on Reddit or maybe Discord. I don't know, but it seems it seems plausible. Like I, I mean, I don't think they, I don't think they have that much of attachment to Faye that they couldn't throw her out there for the Faye pass. I just, yeah. I thought it was really interesting that they created a whole new character just to to give us this specific Faye channel. But uh, I don't know. Outside of him talking about the Faye pass in in such a lovely, joyful mood, he was. I thought he was pretty good. And mm-hmm. it led to the fact that we we got Faye being on vacation on a summer island, uh, teaching teaching a young Norian prince how to swim. And I thought that I was. I believe she said a lucky Norian. Oh, a lucky, prince. lucky, yes, yes. Uh, so we're assuming that's Xander, right? Because she has a thing for Xander. Yeah. Yeah. Fun times. Seems like all the Faye's in Fire Emblem are obsessed with characters that probably have no interest in them well one we know has no interest in the other but <laughs> what are the other what does this phoenix have an obsession over he had an obsession did he not uh phoenix did i don't know oh, okay i, I missed it if there was one for phoenix i was just talking about Faye and Faye. oh uh <laughs> we'll discuss the other Faye. yeah shortly. <laughs> we will all right well let's move on cyl4 results eddie what do you got for me yes oh Everyone's going to be utterly shocked after those interim results because they're exactly the same. Yeah. Edelgard won with Lysithia running up in second place for females. Um, and I think, like, Edelgard out, you know, got more. I think, like, Edelgard just, like, ran away with it. I think, like, the difference of hers was more than. Or no, I think she was just the most votes ever in COL4, I think I heard. Um, and over in the men's side, Dimitri won with Claude following as the runner-up. So, on the bright side, we won't have him next year. Yeah, that's true. It was kind of like, uh, you know, Elliewood. He he wasn't going to get his shot until the rest of the crew had gone through their uh, their brave hero results. So, I mean. <sighs> Do we feel like Three Houses is going to dominate the CYL for the next at least one more year after this? I, I think, I don't um, know, it's tough. It's hard to say for sure. If if the way certain things have sat uh, holds uh, indicates that they are thinking of doing a second expansion pass for Three Houses, then I think it's a given that CYL 5 will uh, probably be dominated by three houses again. Uh, but if Cindered Shadows here in a uh, less than a week is it for three houses, I think we will see some three houses characters definitely up there. Uh, I'm not sure we'll see a complete sweep like we saw this year. No. 
Yeah, you're probably right. I think Marth has a good chance of beating CY uh, Three Houses characters next year because none of the guys beat him this year. Other than the two that won, you know, none of oh. the other Three Houses guys beat Marth. Marth was third. Uh, yeah. So I mean, Are you the, sure Marth was third on the guy side. I think he was. Uh, so I mean, I look at these. I look at the, these lists, and I'm like, you know what? I'm cool with uh, Edelgard, Dimitri, and Claude getting another sort of brave uh, rendition. Considering what the other brave heroes look like, I'm I'm excited to see that. Um, I think we were more likely to get a brave esque version of these three, just with the five years later uh hero banner that i'm sure will happen at some point so yeah like i see both sides of it where i'm like i'm excited for new versions of these heroes uh i also feel like we would have gotten it anyways with the five years later shtick right and what i'm hoping is that they don't just do the five years later base outfits for this exactly i hope they actually do something different with them yeah i would like to see they've been pretty good about for the brave heroes but they have they you know doing things like okay this is what the character looked like in the original concept art because it was a remake or this is a one of the possible futures of this character after their campaign like you got with uh camilla you know being the queen of nor so yeah it would be really interesting to see maybe they do what would edelgard have looked like at the end of her campaign you know uh, what about Dimitri? You know that sort of thing. As opposed to getting the five years later character, you get the ten years later you know, character. What I wouldn't mind seeing was them just having fun with it and playing around, doing like Emperor Dimitri and you know Edelgard as leader of the Lester Alliance, Claude as king of Fargus, or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, yeah, something, something. Something different, you know, and I think you're right. They have to be creative with this one because there is that easy, that easy push to just do, well, five years later, bada bing, bada boom, we're done. I I think we get the five years later, no matter what. Um, We we also don't know for sure what, um, which arc won. I think you had last week we found, or one of us had read that uh, whichever you know, the votes were tallied together, but whichever arc had the most votes, that would be what they based the CYL design off of. Mm-hmm. So for all we know, young Edelgard won while old Dimitri and old Claude won. Or war Dimitri and war Claude won. Yeah. It's hard to say. I mean, I don't think it was, it wasn't included in the, I don't think it was included in the results. So No, I don't recall them specifying which arc won. I believe all all the pictures shown were of the war arc designs. But I don't know if that necessarily meant that it was the war arc that won on the characters. They don't say, but you're right, it is the war arc that is displayed. But Yeah. Who knows, good sir? Well, uh we expect those heroes late August. It usually they say about six six to seven months to get them it's usually late august right yep it's usually the last banner of august that is the hero or brave heroes okay well look forward to that um we also have the third anniversary celebrations going on right now and i'm gonna i'm gonna zip through these there's there's five 
different core aspects happening, and we'll kind of talk about each of these. Uh, Hero Fests, which each brings uh, five summoning tickets, one per day, and the Hero Fests will swap. Um, it's not, is it one once a week, or is it once every five days that they swap? One, once a week. Once a week, okay. So once a week like you have the a first different one, Yeah, the first one started last Sunday, the second one started today, and so there are like two days where you don't get a summoning ticket. Right. That makes sense. So, and we did mention the Hero Fests are based on the CYL. So we got uh, CYL one that just happened last week. Now we have CYL. No, it was CYL three that happened last oh, was week. It? Oh, my Two God. that happened this week, and or is happening this week, and one will happen next week. And you know what? It, it's because I knew it was the second one today, so I just guessed, tried to remember what last week was like, and yep, that's what you get. That's why you don't guess, folks. It makes a guess out of you and a guess out of me, right? uh okay the second one is that's not the saying uh no and i thought you would have remembered what order it was seeing as i mentioned that i summoned heavily on it because i know it was the cyl3 uh, characters that i didn't have i live in the moment i go i go cell by cell in our notes once we've moved past a cell the other cells don't exist so <laughs> I, i'm it's sunday and i'm just it's it's the end of a week uh but anyways we've got the second part of it uh, I will do better, folks. 18 daily bound hero battles. Each battle lasts a day, and we'll have a banner with it as well. Um, I noticed one day had two. There was one day that had two of them, right? Yes. Um, we knew about these bound hero battles ahead of time because when the up when the update data when they announced the update coming, they specified that it would be an extended update on the fifth. And because of that, you, they were going to double up and last for two days on those two Bound Hero battles. Right. So, and just in case you were uncertain, the banner that comes with each Bound Hero battle revival during this event is the appropriate banner for that battle. Yes. Yeah, it's the matching banner. Yeah. Um, we also have, these are pretty self, I can't screw this up. 13 reward maps, uh, 36 orbs in total to earn. So there are two, uh, levels per reward map. And, uh, yeah, so. Well, that was a typo that helped you screw that one up. Oh, uh, what? What's 13 times two? Uh, tw- mm, damn it. <laughs> Why did I think 36? Yeah, what's 13 times 2? This is happening. Uh, I'm going to change this right now angrily so everybody can hear it. You know, I'm sorry. I, I probably would have just either missed it myself or nope. corrected without without it's as big of a deal. But you, sure get this... you can't screw it up in it. It was in the notes that you screwed it up. But We're going to get this. We're going to get through this together. Okay. Uh uh, yeah. Anyways, a guaranteed five-star special hero summoning event. These are the seasonal heroes from February 2019 to January 2020. Yep, they did this I did last it. year. Yep, <laughs> they did this one last year as well. With I think they did two of them. One for the first year, one for uh, year two. Uh, since they, hadn't they did done it yeah. the first years, so you pick a color and you get one of the heroes from that one. Um, I got a soiree ishtar off of that for me uh i got uh i mean he don't get me wrong he's very he's very bulky he's very uh he's very well built i got a summer rioma 
Um, ah, yes. I realized I forgot that I didn't have Summer Wolt, so I think I even summoned the wrong orb color. So Yeah, and that one, people, I remember last year when they did it, people were a little frustrated because we know they have the ability to surface specific colors because um, they do that for the Brave. When you go to pick your first Brave hero, uh, win those special banners because you get one of them for free. Um, it actually just surfaces five random colors. Uh, sorry, four thought, random colors of five orbs. I thought this one was the one where you just get one of each color. You pick the color, and then last year was the um, free summon for the Hero Rises that was like that. And was uh, Am I remembering it wrong? I could have sworn. I did it pretty early on, so it was a while ago, but I'm I pretty sure. I thought it was just four orbs, one of each color, and I picked the color. I picked the wrong color myself. Oh. I could have chosen green, but I chose red i think Walt was green i don't remember what color Walt was but I, i'm not remembering maybe so people can correct us uh in discord but um anyways people have probably already picked their five star guaranteed special hero so they brought that back uh finally a hero rises seven days of voting which wrapped up today uh or yesterday maybe uh followed by voting gauntlet with top eight and the winner is awarded to all players now the voting gauntlet won't i don't know when the voting gauntlet starts i couldn't find that information um it was in the fade channel thing it mentioned but it's like the end of this month is when the voting gauntlet starts and i don't know if it's the day the results end that we get the uh winning hero or yeah so the hero rises voting closed uh okay here i've got the voting period ended uh do 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 um, yeah, it, it ended yesterday, um, but there's no note of who has won. But it says the hero that finishes in the top eight will appear in an in-game voting gauntlet event. They haven't noted what the voting gauntlet is uh, or when yeah, it guess, will be. For some reason, I thought they said when the voting gauntlet would start, but I guess not. Just that it would be a voting gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no word on when that voting gauntlet will start. Um in the past, they have said that the I believe the Hero Rises free hero would be rewarded in March. Am I remembering that correctly? Well, the if the voting gauntlet ends in the end of March, then it would make sense for it to start in March. Yeah, because it was like a Xenolog, right, or, that they gave it to us for free? Yeah, this one, I think they were saying it would just come out as a... Um, ah, here we are. Hmm. Uh, I found it. It's... um. The voting gauntlet is active from February 27th through March 4th. Um, give me a second to get the rest of the details. Oh, so it is late. Yep, winning hero will be gifted from March 11th through April 10th. Okay. So, March 11th. That yep, feels so like oh, that's a month they've away. They've been doing voting gauntlets at the end of each month. So the end of this month will have a voting gauntlet that will be the hero rises characters and uh one of the things about that they said is that um if you don't have the matching hero you will not uh essentially the normal uh boost for matching your hero with the character you support will not be active whether there will be any other changes i don't know mm -hmm. uh, but as of right now instead of the very frustrating pure randomness of last year's uh, see or hero rises winning pick they decided to go with pure randomness 
and sheer pity rate nonsense to pick who will be the free hero rises hero this year. Hmm. Well, there you go. Right. Unless there are to. further changes than just the bonus unit not activating. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. We'll experience it together, and we'll talk about it on this show, and we'll commiserate for sure. Uh, before yes. we jump into the lovely gifts and the Fae Pass stuff, there were a couple of other, other little tidbits. I think the, they teased out the March update as well. Uh, essentially, they teased out one of the features of the March update. Um, when Mjolnir's Strike was introduced, they, we were get, we get a item called a Divine Code uh, from... Uh, one of the modes for participating in it and they told us what those will do essentially it is a um it is essentially a skill uh a skill you know you use them to get skills however you do it in the form of um creating combat manuals and they are locked behind certain paths instead of being just you know pick a hero at random uh, so there'll be paths you have to follow where you have to buy this hero before you can buy that hero before you can buy that hero to eventually get to the one you want. Uh, however, they will be doing a monthly, uh, month, month-based limited heroes for divine codes. However, those divine codes are special divine codes that we don't know how you'll get yet. Probably be set of quests or a certain mode that you can do to get them. So, uh, but those heroes you can pick at, at random, and uh, there's further details we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, like once you unlock a hero along a path, can you buy? You know, can you just go straight to that hero, or do you have to go restart the whole path again? Or you know, how much each hero will cost along the path? How many codes it'll require for each hero? Yeah, they just kind of showed the basic functionality of how they yes. they think it's going to work. We don't know like the the currency or the cost of these things. I mean, we know we can we can earn the currency. Do you know how many you have of those things? Like, I haven't really been paying attention. Um, I don't really know about forty, forty eight, maybe. Okay, because I really haven't been doing Mjolnir Strike at all. I did it this most recent one and did it the first one, and I think that's about it. I think I got 24 from this most recent one. Probably uh, less than that for the first one. So, yeah, I really have no clue. Yeah, I haven't really been paying attention. Uh, yeah. They they also showed Lysithia, but regular Lysithia at the yes, end so of the Fae Channel. Academy Arc Lysithia showed up chasing after the cupcake or dreaming about the cupcake that uh, Phoenix snagged and ran off to hide for F for to hide from Effie for Faye when she gets back. And Lysithia came and dreamed about it. So, and it is Academy in Lysithia. So this is not the um not the CYL version. No. If it is, if it is, then that is very fast turnaround. So what takes so long to get him? in the game i think it's a fun tease uh it's a fun tease that is interesting because like you alluded to in our wish list we are not going to be talking about three houses heroes we're going to be talking about a different game um 
but tune in a little bit later for that. Uh, but we do have heroes that, that we do know about that we're going to talk about with lovely gifts, Day of Devotion heroes for this year based on Echoes, Shadows of Valencia. Yes. Eddie, why don't you yes, kick yes. us off? Well, before we hit, hop into the actual heroes, I want to... I just still feel elated that I was able to prove that a stop clock can still be right twice a day. <laughs> uh, and I called the majority of these heroes before the banner was announced. Uh, a couple days before in Discord, I put out a couple theories. Um, and my main running theory, based on previous um, Valentine's heroes, especially now that we had duo heroes, was that we would get a Echoes banner. With a duo Alm and Celica. Uh, I also predicted Rudolph based on the previous ones, especially last year's with Grail showing up. Uh, I figured Kron, I said Kron, I meant Conrad, was likely being um, Celica's brother. Uh, I was thinking they would bring uh, Mycin in, uh, kind of honoring the stepdad guy or the guy who raised him, uh, mm -hmm. but instead of them, they brought Selk in. And I couldn't really think of a fifth, so I speculated maybe Faye, or I don't remember who the other one I speculated at the time was. So I was sort of right on Faye. I just didn't really count that I was guessing her. Mm -hmm. So I did call most of these. Yeah, no, but, I think you did a pretty fantastic job while we were they were doing the reveal. And uh, yeah, no, I, I think it was spot well, on. So... But um, we do have, uh, as mentioned, Shadows of Valentia, Echoes characters, uh, with the first one being Faye, Drawn Heartstring, Valentine's Day, or the Day, day of Devotion, as it is known in the world of Zenith, and apparently all Fire Emblem worlds, because it seems everyone celebrates it. Nothing springs more readily to mind than letting your loved one know exactly how you feel, especially right in front of their wife or in Queen of the Country. Wait, no. Huh. Or giving them giant baskets of me? Okay, well, <laughs> the queen of obliviousness and unrequited love returns to Faye as an armored, colorless bow unit. Her weapon, the Budding Bow Plus, uh, is, like all bows, effective against flying units, as well as having the um, Valentine's 2020 uh, standard boot boost of granting attack and defense plus four and preventing follow-up attacks on her foe if she initiates combat. Uh, she does not come with any new skills, but does have the Tier 4 version of Death Blow, as well as Bold Fighter and Armor March. Uh, she also comes with Moonbow as her special. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, this is one of the heroes that I was going for, uh, Faye. Yes. And I think her art is amazing, and I like the way she appears to be just she constantly is doting on Alm and as you said even mm -hmm. continuing to do so after uh and he's still oblivious for some reason he's I mean so is Celica I mean she doesn't really catch on either right it feels like he kind of knows but he's too nice to tell her it's never gonna happen go away because I mean it seems fairly obvious he's you know if they aren't married yet he's clearly in love with you know Celica yeah you know maybe yeah. he's oblivious too but... I don't know he he always seemed to be pretty oblivious in in the game for sure uh to, to me it felt like he knew what she was 
you know what she was wanting but didn't know how to tell her that she had no shot mm-hmm. you know it was too nice to tell her yeah you're screwed i'm not gonna happen because everyone but her is clearly could clearly tell even after the short time they spent together as children that Alm was still head over heels for Celica. Yeah. And Celica seemed to share it. Yeah. And I love that you, you made reference to the literal fact that she is, I didn't notice this until you mentioned it. And I looked at her art more closely. She's literally carrying around two baskets filled with ham and sausage. Uh, Alm's pointed it out during the Faye channel, but yeah, I, I must've missed it. There's a lot going on in that Faye channel. Yeah, but uh... I think if you summon her, she meant, makes reference to it. It's still like, what the who who gives you baskets of meat for i mean is that cooked meat is it refrigerated meat like these are the questions that pop into my mind uh it being a fantasy you know a fantasy medieval world uh probably salted Salted? maybe cooked but okay Hmm. you know a lot of times back there they would salt it to preserve it until they cooked it so are you is like she imagining that om is just gonna sit there and start eating if it's like fully cooked and ready to go or is this like uh i have no clue what she's thinking i mean these are the questions eddie that you and i started a podcast to 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 answer i think that was like top of the list when we said let's do a podcast buckets of meat that that sort of stuff what's your answer to what she's doing (laughs) good one uh she obviously just really she wants an excuse to carry around buckets of meat. I, I think that's the case here. I mean, I can give you the gameplay excuse reason because giant heavy buckets of meat count as armor, just like you know other random heavy things count as armor <laughs> in Fey and Fire Emblem Heroes. Your answer makes a lot more sense than mine. So uh... as for why on earth. You know, maybe it's a Valentian tradition to give meat, but as far as America goes, it buckets of meat is not the traditional Valentine's gift. Could be though. Let's start it. Valentine's Day is this Friday, coming up Friday. Let's uh, let's start giving away buckets of meat. No, okay. You go. You go right ahead. With I it. will. See how it goes over with your wife. I will report back. Uh, let's move on. Rudolph, Emperor of Regal. Hear ye, hear ye. Rudolph, the fearsome fourth emperor of Gale, is here to make a special day of devotion appearance. As a blue lance armor unit, Rudolph wields thorn lance, which accelerates special trigger. At start of combat, if unit's attack is greater than foe's attack, inflicts attack slash defense minus six on foe during combat, and foe cannot make a follow-up attack. He has a new skill in the C-slot called threat, attack slash defense three, where at start start of turn if unit is within two spaces of a foe grants attack slash defense plus five to unit for one turn and inflicts attack slash defense minus five on foes within two spaces through their next actions rounding out his kit is bonfire as a special and special fighter three in the b slot so uh rudolph comes with two daggers that he's going to give away to om and um Berkut. And he yep. had to he had to make sure they were very similar because Berkut is evidently in the afterlife still a pain in the ass. Uh, so Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the weird things is why it's for Berkut, because you know, Berkut kinda dead, but then again, so is Rudolph, so this this Rudolph might be from a 
um, version of Valentia where he didn't give up bomb and have a doom issue to deal with. But because in Echoes, he is thought to be the villain, but you find out near the end that he was sort of the hero. He played the villain so that Alm could rise up and save the world from Duma. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, I think uh, I, I think that I think he looks great. And, and this is uh, we don't have another Rudolph in the game, right? Correct. This is our first Rudolph. I think he looks uh, fantastic. And yeah, like like I said earlier with um, the whole Grail situation from last year, uh, Rudolph seemed the seemed a very likely candidate to get a Day of Devotion version because uh, Grail only has his Day of Devotion version so far. So, mm-hmm. well, I really like this Rudolph. He's got a big giant shield, and that's okay with me. Yep, that he does. So, it's nice to see him in here, and nice to not see him as you know a villain character. Uh, ghb unit because mm-hmm. he really so. wasn't like you said he's not in the end i mean spoilers in the end he's not really the bad guy right yep i did just mention that sort of yeah you know he plays the bad guy so that you know om has a reason or om can hide it's kind of hard to fully understand why he can't just fight duma i guess he doesn't have the strength or he's not the chosen one to defeat duma but Yep. So he sacrifices himself so the world can be saved. So uh, next unit we have is Conrad, the unmasked knight, who is unique in that he is the first of a new thing they are doing that they announced during the Fae Channel, where every new banner, uh, special heroes and new hero banner, uh, from now on will have a four-star focus unit. Uh, one of the focus units will be available at a as a separate four star focus category for um, you know three percent like usual. Uh, we confirmed when the banner came out as I kind of suspected from the start, but we did confirm that getting the four star version of the unit that has the four star focus does not ruin your pity rate. Uh, I didn't test and confirm it myself, seeing as I never got a four-star Conrad, but uh, it was it is a nice change. I think it's going to be helpful and you know, will help on some banners to get rid of, or you know, stop summoning on certain orbs if you manage to get that four-star focus unit early. Especially if you're trying to summon heavily. Uh, and also lets us know exactly on the new hero banners who's going to be demoted. Seeing as they'll already be demoted. Oh, I never thought about that. Uh, That's actually a really good point. Yeah. So Conrad is here as the epitome of a good brother and probably wanting to make up for lost time. Uh, He has ditched his mask in order to join in on the festivities and brought gifts for his younger sister, Antiz, who has been hiding under the name of Celica. Uh, This alternate version of him is a red sword cavalry unit with the weapon melee bouquet. Uh, He is the only other unit with the Valentine 2020 uh set up with the um boost to attack and defense plus four as well as preventing follow-up attacks if they initiate combat uh he the four star version still has that same boost 
Uh, and when you up, if you upgrade him to five star, you get a boost in you know, upgrade it to the plus version. You get a boost to his uh, attack. You know, during that for that. Um, he also has uh, does not have any new skills, but does come with ardent sacrifice, brazen defense, and resistance. And Wings of Mercy, with Wings of Mercy as top tier being locked to five stars. So, Brazen Defense Resistance fodder if you need it. Cool. From the four-star version. It's really interesting that... So, uh, let me try to think this out here. If he is going to be available at four stars, um, would would there be even a point to trying to get him at five stars? Uh, I mean... Like I, so, I don't know how why I phrased it like that. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily want him at five stars because then that resets resets the pity break. You'd almost rather get him at four, upgrade him. But then are you? Yeah, okay, this is. So how are you gonna make sure you only get him at four stars? You you can't obviously you can't do that. You're more likely to get him at four stars, right? Because there's a higher percentage. I haven't looked at the exact uh, percentages. But if you do, you know, if your quote-unquote role for what category you fall into uh, happens to be the four-star focus category, he's the only option. You know? Hmm. But I don't know the exact, you know, numbers of what exactly the chances are. Theoretically, it's a 3% chance that you're going to get a get him. Straight 3% not shared with other units. So if you're summoning on red, there's a 3% chance you're getting him mm-hmm. at four star. But I mean, we don't know exactly how these four star focus units are going to work in the future. Uh, especially for these special heroes like this. I mean, theoretically normal heroes, it'll just be that four star will go into the normal pool. Like it kind of always has. Just we know exactly who's the four stars going to be ahead of time. Um, and I hope that for the new hero banners, they do bring back those three to four star units. But who knows? They've skipped a couple of them. But I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. And if I had gotten him at four star, I would not have kept summoning on red. Mm-hmm. But he came out at five star on me. So it's like I don't have any choice. And the second copy of him that I got was finishing out a ring after my pity break had been broken. Yeah, I mean, I realized after I said it, it's like, well, how do you even know? You either want the hero or you don't. And sure, you'd rather have him like at four stars so it doesn't break the pity break. But if you're just going for Conrad, like it's just, it's a bonus. It's an added bonus. You shouldn't really, my question would be, do you incorporate like say as a collector, if you were going back to a year ago, Eddie, and being like, "I'm a collector," um, you'd almost rather pull the four star Conrad. And but can you actually plan for that in your in your summoning? I don't think you can. You kind of just have you roll the dice, right? No matter what. Um, exactly. I would have preferred to get a four star Conrad. Mm-hmm. I very much would have preferred to get a four star Conrad as the first Conrad I got, because that would not have ended my pity break. And I could stop summoning on red at that point and have a better chance at getting a Fey earlier or a Rudolph earlier. Although I think I got Rudolph before. So, yes, as someone who's trying, I still try to collect all the seasonal heroes because they're limited access. 
and in that I would much rather get the four star version of a um, seasonal hero than the five star version because, like you said, it doesn't ruin my pity break, and twenty thousand feathers is nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how many I have, but I'm sure I have, you know, over a hundred thousand feathers right now. Yeah. Because I'm not doing constant projects and using up all my feathers. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah. I'm swimming in feathers as well. I guess it'll be interesting to see how this go goes forward. Um, I feel like if I was pulling red, I guess there's. I guess here's the thing. I'm going to say this, and we are going to move on because we've got other stuff to talk about. We're almost hitting the hour mark. We haven't even talked about Fay Pass yet. But it, let's look at the let, let's look at it this way. Like me, Ryan wants to summon Conrad. He's the only character that I'm interested in this banner, and I'm pulling red. Do I have a higher chance of pulling a Conrad over the other heroes? It that would be my question. Like, am I happy? Am I a happy person knowing? Oh great! I can get this guy at five or four stars, meaning I have a higher chance of getting the hero I want. That's a good. Like, I believe so. I, and I would believe that as well. Someone's gonna math it out in the Discord and let us know after we post this, because I'm sure, someone's mathed it out on Reddit already. Someone's mathed it out, and and we just haven't seen that math, and we look forward to to hearing about that math. But I, I think just sheer numbers break down to the fact that Conrad's an easier hero to get because he's available at both five and four stars simple yeah and let's say you for whatever reason really love conrad and want to do a plus 10 conrad it's great that he's the four star because if you get a bunch of four star versions you can spend the feathers and get him up to plus 10 you know if you're trying to plus 10 him mm-hmm. and if you get a five star that saves you some feathers you know like, it's yeah tough. when i got conrad it was like i would have preferred to get him at four star and stop summoning on red but I got them at five stars, so that saves me some feathers. You know? Yeah. Well, we've got two more heroes to go for, so let's uh, let's power through here. We've got Duo Om and Celica, the lovebird duo. Om and Celica fought alongside each other to put an end to the conflict in Valencia. They share a bond deeper than any other, and now they're here to take part in the Day of Devotion festivities. This duo joins forces as a Green Axe infantry unit wielding the Scepter of Love which grants speed plus three. At start of combat, if a bonus granted by a skill like Rally or Hone is active on unit, or if unit's HP is greater than or equal to 70% at start of combat, grants bonus to a, t- a, to a unit's attack equal to 25% of foe's defense, and inflicts penalty on foe's attack equal to 25% of foe's resistance during combat. They have a new skill in the C slot called Rouse Speed slash Resistance 3, where at start of turn... If unit is not adjacent to an ally, grant speed slash resistance plus six to unit for one turn. Rounding out their kit is Lunar Flash as a special, bonus doubler three in the A slot, and lull attack slash speed three in the B slot. Their duo skill restores 30 HP and neutralizes penalty and grants attack slash speed plus six to unit and allies within five rows and five columns centered on unit for one turn. Whew. Yeah. So a big boost. Yeah, I th- I think that's a pretty big that's a pretty awesome support skill. Uh 30 HP like 5 by 5 is is a large area. That's essentially like if you're mm-hmm. depending on how you play, like you wouldn't even have to overextend yourself and you'd still be able to activate that duo on all your characters. 
most of them, unless you really had someone far up there, you should likely get most character, most all your characters. Mm-hmm. I think it covers all but like one or two of the columns and maybe three or four of the rows. Yeah, for I sure. Mean, if you're near, if you're near the bottom or near a side, you're gonna severely limit the range you can get. But if you're in the center and at least two rows above the bottom of the thing, you'll hit everyone. You'll get your full range and hit quite a few of your hero, your units. So. Mm-hmm. And the art, I mean, their art is just adorable. Oh, yeah. I mean, when they when they first showed it, it was, I think it was before the Fae Pass, so everyone was like, oh my god, best Fae channel ever. And uh <laughs> It's it's adorable. I gotta say, I really I really do want this duo hero. Um, I might not get lucky enough to summon them, but um, yeah, that duo skill is amazing. Oh yeah. And apparently, you know, you show your love by beating people to death. Yeah, well, it's fire emblem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's what you do. Uh, all right. Well, who do we got last here? Uh, last we have Silk, selfless cleric. Uh, Silk, having joined recently, returns with an alternate version in the Temp- Tempest Trial. Uh, you know, as the unit Tempest Trial unit for the banner. As Tempest Trial unit, of course, she has no new skills, uh, but she is a colorless cavalry staff unit. Cavalry staff unit, uh, and does have a new staff attack skill of Rapport Wand Plus, which has a passive buff of. Attack and defense plus five to the ally with the highest speed at the start of the turn. Uh, that lasts for one turn. So it changes each turn depending on who's still alive, essentially. Uh, she has Martyr Plus as her healing skill. And, and Heavenly Light as her special. Live to serve. And speed opening in her uh, skill slots. Uh, with speed opening being uh, fully upgraded at four stars. So if you need that uh you can get that off of grails once she becomes available in there Mm -hmm. so yeah so uh silk free tempest trials hero i i'm really glad that she was available uh, for free i really liked her in echoes and i don't i don't have her base unit so i was really happy to see her get a get an alt here yes i didn't have her base unit either (laughs) and then and then you did then you did well, yeah, I I, so. I think, again, like most Tempest Trials units, I'm happy to collect them, and they don't really last very long in the rotation, but still still cool to have them around, right? So. Yep, and if you're trying to go free-to-play, it's uh, another hero to possibly use, you know? She, excuse me, she may not be the best, but, you know, you can get her e- fairly easily. Mm-hmm, for sure. Well, uh, that's going to do it for our uh day of devotion heroes for this year hopefully you've enjoyed um these rundowns and uh you good luck in your summoning uh but now at the hour mark we are going to talk about the fey pass we're not gonna try to let's let's not try to dwell too much on this but we're definitely going to go through the details of the fey pass and our thoughts feelings all that fun stuff so quickly i'm going to go through the perks and i'm going to start with the fact that this which they didn't do in the Fey channel is how much this thing costs uh it is uh what is it it's 950 us yes 949 us per month mm-hmm. um and yeah they forgot quote unquote to mention it at the start yes oh i almost forgot phoenix we we know you didn't forget 
you little <laughs> mustachio yes. man. Uh, no, it's twelve forty nine Canadian, and as you said, nine forty nine U.S. So there is, and and there is a lot of talk about the currency discrepancies uh, in terms of I think the pounds one is more expensive than it should be. It's actually more money, and it should be less. Um, we're, we, we're not going to get into that here, but it, there is some great discussions about how much this costs. I mean, localized currency is never an easy thing. And, uh, I think 950 us to 1250 Canadian is a fairly reasonable, uh, translation. I think, I think 950 us is probably pretty close to, to 1250, but I think they kind of make it a little higher just due to the fluctuation, um, of, of, of currencies. So that's what you're spending by month. And what you're getting is five perks. You're getting the resplendent heroes, which are distributed uh, distributed out on the 10th and 25th of each month. Uh, obviously, that's a little different in the first month uh, where we got Lynn. I think it was Lynn as soon as it launched on the 5th or 6th. And mm-hmm. Cordelia, I think, is on the 24th of February. Yeah. So they are going to be catching up to their normal release outside of uh well yeah outside of lynn so they're gonna get close with cordelia um these resplendent heroes will be given uh will will be given alternate artwork as they're distributed based on you know asker niffle or other realms in the fey universe i don't think they kind of like that the first two have been asker and niffle or sorry i guess niffle and asker respectively in terms Mm. of lynn and cordelia um the outfits can be swapped uh, in uh, over the particular unit at any time, so you can switch between Resplendent and the original look to the character. Why you would want to do that for Cordelia, I have no idea, but there you go. Uh, all the Resplendent heroes receive a plus two to maybe, all stats. Maybe like Cordelia's armor and her maybe. sprite better than the new one? True. Her sprite, all the sprites pretty much have the same same look and feel outside of the armor, right? Like I think with Cordelia's art is a little wonky as... They've drawn her face a little weird, I think, I remember. Am I remember that yep. correctly? Yeah. Uh, yeah, her face looks weird. I got a couple of her while summoning. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so you get this new attire. You also get a plus two boost to all the stats of that hero, um, which uh, was discussed in Discord as being equivalent of bringing the hero essentially... Uh, up to the equivalent of current generation heroes mm-hmm. uh, brings. I think he was Lord Nero was pointing out Cordelia. It brings her base stats up to roughly where Subasa is, so Gen Four heroes from Gen One. Uh, so yeah. So to start off, I'm going to note that I think this is too expensive. The cost. I feel, of... I feel the cost of the pass is too expensive. I mean, in terms of, I'll agree with you for sure, because when they, if you listen to last week's episode, I was like, the Mario one, the Mario Kart one is $5. $5 to me is an easy, sure, I will support the game. Here's five bucks, bada bing, bada boom. But Mario Kart made other stupid moves like locking an entire game mode behind it. Which yeah, we'll go over what stupid moves Faye did here. Yeah, but I mean, you you brought up the fact that it's too expensive. So what I would say is that, in terms of dollars and cents, from a perspective of how I like to put money into games, ten dollars is approaching the level of like me min maxing it, 
and uh, looking at like when and why do I need this as opposed to, yeah, here's five bucks a month, no problem. So $5 was the, $5 a month was the sight unseen. I enjoy the game. I want to support it. Give me some cool stuff for five bucks a month. $10 becomes when do I subscribe? Why do I subscribe? And I cancel immediately because I don't want to be locked in at 10. I don't want to forget and have oh, another 10, well, in my case, a 12, $13 charge. So full disclosure, I haven't, I don't know why I said full disclosure. We were talking about this earlier in the episode or before we recorded. It doesn't matter that you didn't subscribe, Ryan. Well, I haven't subscribed yet because I'm waiting for, basically, you can min-max it so you get three heroes out of one sub. Theoretically, they haven't said you couldn't do this. So I'm going to subscribe sometime after the 10th of February. Uh, I play daily, so I could subscribe on the 11th and get all the stuff I want. But basically, by subscribing between the 10th and the 24th, I'll be able to get three Resplendent Heroes, three sets of Fae Pass quests, and... And after yeah. this one, that's kind of what I plan to do as well. I plan to min-max it. I'm probably going to wait a week after a hero gets launched before I do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that gives you extra time for the third hero to do the quests. Um, instead of having one day if you subscribe on the 11th. Uh, yeah. to do the quest but they actually kind of expect you to possibly do this because i don't remember if it was the website or on when you subscribe on the actual app it talks about if you want to make sure you get a certain hero make sure you give yourself enough time to collect that hero before your subscription expires so they you know fully expect you to possibly min max it so you get three heroes out of one sub mm-hmm. you know um now, now the reason I feel feel and the feel is the key word that is too expensive is that if you actually look at the value of the what you're getting in it, it's what they're giving you is worth more than ten bucks because most games like Heroes of the Storm and stuff charge five dollars for a single skin. You know, whereas you're getting two skins a month, that would be ten dollars worth, and with the quests you're getting. Uh, I believe it's 10 orbs per month, uh, which is seven bucks worth of orbs if you buy straight 10 orbs from the uh, store. So you you can argue that you're giving you more worth, but it just feels too expensive. Mm -hmm. That's the key thing. Yeah, you don't want it to feel too expensive. I, 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 yeah. And, you know, we already. So let's talk about the four other perks. And we already mentioned there are special Fey Pass quests. Uh, these quests offer orbs, heroic grails, and more. Um, they are available to earn, to earn, to, how do I put this? You can't collect the quest rewards when you're not subscribed, but you can still work towards your reward when you're not subscribed. So right now, I am not subscribed, but I've completed all of the quests. So on my little marker on the screen, and a lot of people have alluded to this as well in the in Discord, I see that I have six quests I've completed. When I click on the little birdbath thing, it takes me right to the Fey Pass quests. I can't collect them because I'm not a subscriber, but I've completed all of them. They're as simple as KO a foe, defeat a foe, defeat a foe, 
uh, win arena du uh, duels at any difficulty. Obviously, I can't see the numbers anymore because I've already completed it, but very basic stuff, like not anything that you're going to break a sweat over. Um, it's essentially, as you said, Eddie, last week, it's like a battle pass, but a super easy one where you don't really have to, yeah, to to really break a sweat over. Um, so I think when you look at these two things, the Resplendent Heroes and the Fey passes or the Fey Pass quests, and you min max your subscription for to get three of them instead of two, you're now looking at uh, if they keep the quest rewards consistent, you're getting 15 orbs for uh, I'm gonna just gonna say it in my local currency. 1250 or 950 us which is um a pretty good deal because to b go into the shop and buy uh 10 orbs is well actually sorry it's not a good deal if you go into the shop you buy 10 orbs for eight dollars and 50 cents so you're getting 15 for 1250 so maybe it kind of works out a little bit better because the next I mean, step up if is you're like looking at just the orb value, it's more expensive than the orbs. It's okay. six bucks in the U.S. shop for ten orbs. I said seven. I hit it off. It's six bucks for ten orbs in the U.S. shop, but you're also getting completely new uh, sprites for the characters. You're getting completely new art and at least a couple new, if not a full set of completely new voice lines. You know, as well as if you don't actually have the hero yet, you're getting a five-star hero. Because mm -hmm. you do get a five-star neutral version of the character, you know, as part of claiming the outfit. Um, now, one thing that they hinted at that, I'm just, that is not quite accurate is that, you know, your old characters can wear the uh, new outfit. Your old versions of the character can wear the new outfit. And that's not entirely accurate. And the fact that your old characters are wearing the new outfit, um, no matter what, unless you go in and change it to the old outfit. Mm -hmm. So it, it doesn't let you pick the outfit per actual character or per actual copy of the unit. It's per character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, uh, I mean, I think you can find the value. Uh, but what we're going to get into next is where people are a little are, are also frustrated about. You've got uh, the expanded summoner supports. So summoner support bonds can be given to up to three heroes. Um, I think for the two of us, that really doesn't mean anything because we just haven't done that. But in terms of min-maxing your power, there is a slight sort of pay-to-win that people... I haven't looked at the math, um, but people have said that it is so a big deal. I mean, summer supports give you boosted stats. And as far as I'm aware, those boosted stats are in every single mode. Uh, if those boosted stats don't actually work in Arena or in the Coliseum or Ether Raids, then it's less of an issue. It gives you a boost when you're doing single-player stuff. I still don't agree with it. But if those boosted stats are in Arena and you know, Coliseum modes and Ether Raids, then... Essentially, anyone who buys the Fey Pass has a, a an advantage over anyone who doesn't, because they have a, you know, three characters who have these boosted stats as opposed to one. You know, and this is probably the stupidest one in my my mind to lock behind the paywall because 
I mean, partially because I don't care about it and partially because it is straight up, you know, pay to win unless I'm incorrect about the uh, boost not working in um, Coliseum, you know? Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, so people are frustrated by that because it is it is very much giving a boost to people who have the have the Fae Pass. Uh, React. I will, sorry. N- no, go ahead. I will note that once we found out, once the Resplendent Heroes first finally popped up, we did find out that their boosted stats do not, at least, do not affect um, where your characters fall in Coliseum in Arena. Uh, it's possible that they don't work at all in arena, but they do not affect your scoring in arena. The boosted stats on the resplendent heroes. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I have to pull it up to see the exact wording of what they said for that one. Okay. Uh, well, while you're doing that, um, the next one is is more of a PVE thing. You've got uh, React allows you to through a settings menu you can limitlessly restart the previous turn as long as no units have yet acted on your current turn, even if you get game over. Um, So essentially, it's not as powerful as your Light's Blessing, but it kind of works similar. I think, Eddie, you had a good point while we were doing the Fae Channel covering. It's similar to um, uh, the wheel, Mila's Wheel or Sophus's time travel power, although you're limited to one turn. So if you make a mistake and you and you, one of your characters die, see that's the thing that you can limitlessly restart your previous turn as long as no units have yet acted. Oh, I see. So you you can only you can only go back to the old turn if you haven't started the new turn. But uh, okay. these can't be used in Coliseum Arena or in Ether raids. So uh, it is a PVE thing, and honestly, it's. Uh, it's a nice touch um and the other one that is uh, also very pve and this is one that's got people up in arms as well is auto start if you have enough stamina to play in a map you can set yourself up to play a map multiple times automatically very helpful in forging bonds tempest trials plus and in the training tower tempest trials plus will automatically switch switch to the next teams as well as completing the tempest trials plus so this is what has people a little frustrated me as well and we've talked about this offline and online in the sense that auto start and queuing up multiple runs of a map is usually a, an additional currency in a free-to-play game and uh very common to have that happen and what you and i were talking about is like they've already they're not afraid to introduce currencies introduce a new currency open up auto start to everyone but have the free-to-play players have to earn the currency and use it and have us or whomever, Faye Pass subscribers, just get to do it as long as much as they want for free, right? Yeah, so I've mentioned a bunch of this in Discord. Uh, you can go in and look back to find it if you want to see the exact wording I used. But, you know, these three perks, uh, Summoner support more than the other two and even the other two, I think should all be base uh, features. Uh, my original thought on, I mean, my thoughts on summoners, summoner support and uh, React haven't really changed where give it to you a limited number of times for everyone and feel free to lock unlimited for the React 
uh, which is, yeah, like you mentioned, a less powerful version of Divine Pulse because you don't pick where in the turn you go back to. You just restart the turn. And this advantage working after you die allows you to, because you can't use a Light's Blessing on some maps. In theory, this would work on those maps still. So, um, for that, give it to everyone and limit it to two, three, five times per map. You know, I don't know what the right number is. You know, that doesn't feel like you're getting disadvantaged, but is a decent number. For the auto start, now that I've used it a bit, I think its current form should be available to everyone. No changes. Free, unlimited uses. You auto start as long as you have the stamina for it. And I think what they should lock behind the pass is the ability to use stamina potions along with the auto start. If that makes sense. So essentially, if you're a Fae Pass subscriber, you can just auto start as much as you want, even if you don't have the stamina. As long as you have the stamina potions. Yeah, just queues up a stamina potion, which is not how it works right now. You have to essentially like use a potion. As it is right now, you, you know... Like, the first map of the Tempest Trials is 10 stamina per map, per run. You know, the eight level 8 map is 10 stamina per run. You can queue up, at most, if you have a full stamina bar, 9 runs. 10 if you are using a stamina potion before you start it. And if you can use stamina potions at full stamina, then I guess that's a way to get around it. But you can queue up, at most, 9 uh, runs with a full stamina bar and by the time you finish those nine runs you'll have enough to do one maybe two, probably only one but maybe two more it goes through the maps it collects any uh or it confirms any quest updates and just keeps going until it gets to the end hmm. and i think that should be available to everyone and allow those who pay for the Fae Pass to use stamina potions. You know, it's like, I, ha I have 600-some stamina potions. If I want to do 6,000 runs, I should, you know, let me queue up 6,000 runs or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I I think we, we established at the beginning of this conversation that the Resplendent Heroes and the Fae Pass quests are enough to for, for the value, I think, if you... We we both feel it should be cheaper. Especially just... if they, yeah. Especially if they lower it, those who are more than enough value for what they're offering. Hmm. And I don't think any of these three things should be on the end. But hmm. if you insist on putting them on, I mean, the summoner supports should be free to everyone, and make changes so that everyone gets these quality of life boosts. But you can give bonuses to those who buy the pass. Like, out of all of this, if the expanded summoner supports really does break the game, I could see them bringing it to everyone and then finding something else for the Fae Pass people to to sort of fill that gap. The React, I think, is kind of minimal, but still would be neat to see available to everyone. But the auto start, I think, is one 
that will that will probably make it out of the Fey Pass first in the sense that it is the hardest part about Auto Start was the implementation, right? They've done all the work, they've implemented it, locking it behind a pass to sort of build some income up uh, towards that that implementation work that had to be done. Fine, let's look at it that way. But maybe three, four months down the road, they give a the, similar to Light's Blessing, which is a very minimal resource given out. I think you get like one or two a, a month. Uh, I'm not nearly suggesting that they only give out two auto start tickets, but make it more limited, make it limited enough that people feel they got to collect the tickets and use them sparingly and make it available to everybody. And then on the Fay Pass, you just have unlimited access. Or like you said, you know, just allow us to queue it infinitely as much as stamina potions we have. Um, but I think in some fashion, you have to bring the auto start over to the free to play because it's just it's such a it's such a common thread for free to play games. It, it's common, but it's not every single game. No, but uh, I play a game called Memoria Freeze based on a anime and they don't have auto start. They have auto battle and auto move because you run along the map. So you have to go in and start each round, but the characters will run and do the actual fights on their own, but they don't have auto start uh, like this. So it's not pervasive. And yeah, my, I mean, if they don't want to let everyone have auto start as it sits now, my original theory was give out five tickets a week as one of the daily things combine the two you get two feathers a week on the thing combine those put the same value of feathers 200 feathers or whatever on one day and put five auto start tickets on one of the feather days you know it gives you a few of them per week it's not unlimited mm-hmm. but it gives you a few of them each week if you want to save them for Tempest Trials, you save them up over the course of the month between the last Tempest Trials and this one. And you have a bunch for the Tempest Trials. You know? Yeah. You're, like, you're not blowing them on trying to complete your um, your training tower quests. You're having to save those resources for something you really care about, which is like, mm-hmm. like you said, Tempest Trials. So yeah. I, If I, you want to blow them on... Tempest trial or training tower, feel free, but then you won't have them for Tempest trials. Exactly. Well, I mean, um, we'll definitely see how Fey reacts, like Fire Emblem Heroes reacts to the Fey Pass. It's only been around for less than a week, so I think there's still time to see it sort of integrate itself into the game. And and I mean, I personally haven't had a chance to play around with it. I'm I'm planning by next episode uh to to have at least started to play around with it um but we'll we'll definitely keep everybody in the loop uh i mean we are running long here eddie do you have any other thoughts on the fate pass before we move on no i think i covered most of it and if i didn't i might have covered them in discord yeah Mm -hmm. good stuff well what about the wish list what do we got here so um, we had a leak on, I believe it was a Google Play Achievement Store, where someone was able to uh, essentially mark a mark an achievement for uh, Chapter 4 of Book 4 and found Nils, I believe, is who the character looks to be. 
as the image of the character on that, which suggests that we are going to get a Blazing Blade banner next. Uh, so aside from Nils, who would you like to see join uh, in that from Blazing Blade? Mm. Um, I'll admit for me, the only character that I can remember that's not already in the game off the top of my head would be um, Wrath. I know there are a couple others who would like to see him brought in. Wrath's that, a good I one. think everyone else I know is already in the game. What about it's been Anna? a while since I played that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're just smoking something if you think that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it, it took, what, three years to get one Anna off? There's no way we're getting another one what two if they months did? later. What if they did? Just What if they just like, you know what? The I gates wouldn't complain. Open. We need more on us. Yeah. Uh you could do See, I'm just I'm just you could do more of the you could do more of the axe bros. You could do dart. Do we have dart yet? Is he an axe bro? I can't remember. I don't remember dart. I so I'm I'm te- I'm looking at a list of characters. So I'm cheating. So. You're right. Like the only other one yeah. that I can think of that isn't in it that pops into my mind from a game I played over 2 decades ago. Uh, two decades ago, maybe over just over a decade. Um, you could do. Do you have Fiora in the game? Fiora. Um, I think so. I think we only have a summer version of her. Yeah, you're right. No, yep, yeah, you're right. Uh, you could do Guy. There's uh, I don't know. You could do. So yeah, neither of us are the right care right people to ask. It's because it's been a long while since we've played Blazing Blade. It's been a while. It's certainly been a while. Well, uh, I'm fine with Nils. What, uh, yep. I think I know what the Discord's going to suggest. We um, uh, what game we play next in Game Club? Yeah. So we know those characters. I'm I'm really enjoying Sacred Stone. So I'm I'm happy to go back to Blazing Blade. I like the GBA feel. Uh, I really like yep. the GBA. So uh, I yeah. wouldn't mind maybe throwing uh three houses in there since it's you know more recent and it's you know do a different playthrough there uh but yep yeah no um, it's, i it's probably really would be okay with blazing blade i'm cool with blazing blade if you are man um let's uh let's quickly head into the outrealm gate because we got some dlc dropping uh before yes. next episode yes i've uh t- stepped away from tokyo mirage sessions uh to try and finish up my uh crimson flower route of um blah, 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 three houses uh because this thursday i believe or maybe it's this friday uh, the 13th we have the cindered shadows dlc coming out so that'd be this thursday yeah um and i did uh notice this after we recorded last week that they had already dropped the details on a couple of the or the last two of the playable characters, the profiles, um, as well as uh, in some additional info on how the uh, game's going, how Cindered Shadows is going to interact with the main game. Uh, if you want to see those details, go ahead and I'll briefly mention them, but go ahead and check the Discord to find those, uh, what details we had in there. Um, or you can go to Serene's Forest and look up the Three Houses news. Uh, but since then, we got another uh, profile of an NPC. Uh, the character that they in Japanese was, 
was Alfard. Uh, but someone pointed out that um, in their chat, in their um, write up, in their article, that it looks like uh, that character's phrases have been attributed to Elfric in the English trailer. So he might be A E L F R I C, Elfric. Uh, so that we got a profile for him. Um, as well as we got a um, listing of how uh, we got a confirmation of the four classes that are coming, as well as um, how they'll work inside the Cinder Shadows game and how they work in the main game. Um, inside Cinder Shadows, you will not be able to take exams and stuff. However, uh, they'll start with certain classes and they'll gain additional classes as you continue through the story. Uh, once you've completed chapter one of the Cinder Shadows story, uh, you will be able to unlock um, the four classes in the main game, as well as access to the Abyss. Uh, these classes are listed as special classes and use a new type of seal called an underground seal. And we got confirmation that they are War Monk slash Cleric. Monk being the male version, cleric being the female version. Uh, they seem to like doing that for that class. Uh, the trickster class, uh, those two are available to any gender. And War Monk is a brawler slash magic class. Uh, faith, magic, and brawling are needed to uh, certify for it. So we finally got something for female bra brawlers to do. Uh, we also have the Dark Flyer and Valkyrie, which are female only classes. Um, the trickster is a sword and magic, I believe, as well. Uh, I think it's sword and faith magic, as opposed to sword and black magic, like the, um, uh, Mortal Savant, or is it not Mortal Savant? I forget. I think it's Mortal Savant. Hmm. I can't remember, but, uh, yeah, sword and faith magic is what is needed for trickster. Uh, they, if you go to Serene's Forest, they have a picture of Ferdinand... Uh, Ferdinand looking to pass to become a trickster and Annette looking at trying to become a war, war cleric uh, so um, additionally after you complete chapter one of Cindered Shadows Anna obtains her trickster outfit which can be equipped like any other outfit in the game. So you can get Anna in her trickster guys as she is usually in. Oh, that's nice. So, that's nice that they added that in. Yeah, I think even in the um, portrait, her picture changes for Anna, which is nice. Sweet. So, I like that. I was going to make her a trickster, yeah. so all the more reason yes. to do so. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I forgot yes. this DLC was coming up. It's launching on the 12th of February. Uh, so here before oh, you know it. Is it the 12th? I thought it said 13th. So Is it the 13th? I thought it was the 12th. Either way, it'll be here before our next episode. So I'm excited to, to yes. jump in for sure. Um, all right, man. Well, let's, uh, let's close the, the bow on this one. Shut the box. Uh, what's the other thing we can say? That's about it. Um, I'm really glad that we got a chance to talk about Fate Pass. It felt weird with that uh, amount of information being dumped on us and like, we're going to wait a whole week to talk about that. We didn't. We were we did it a lot in Discord. 
Uh, speaking of which, you can go to uh, bit.ly slash TGI Discord and find the Fire Emblem channel where we discuss all this fun stuff. Uh, you can also visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash Faye. Email the show, Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at R. Murphy, Eddie at Dralfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week, and happy summoning. <laughs>